Hello and welcome to another episode of A Brother's Creed Podcast, where we talk about motivation, experiences, and exploring the world around us. We're the Thomas Brothers, and I'm Ethan. And I'm Jared, and like always, around this time of year, we love to do our Halloween episode. Uh, one of my favorite episodes that we do, uh, if you haven't listened to our past two Halloween episodes, go listen to them now because they're absolutely fantastic. Uh, they We like to do a little bit more of a, a theatrical telling of some stories, uh, and that's exactly what we're going to do today. Ethan and I each prepared a little story, and then we're going to talk about some, uh, then just discuss some other interesting uh, side stories that we have uh, around spooky stories uh, in the woods, uh, or either camping or hunting. There's so many different people out there who are out in the woods, uh, even in the Uwari National Forest, which is right near us, Ethan. There's Bigfoot, supposedly. Yeah. You can take Bigfoot tours in the Uwari National Forest. Uh, also, nothing in the, supposed about it. Yeah, exactly. Also in the Appalachian, you know, obviously, there's lots of uh, spooky things there with the brown mountain lights. You've heard of those, right? Um, yeah. You remember that place we went to off of Linville Gorge, the Wise Man's Pete Lookout or whatever? Uh, I do not remember that. Well, you, might, you were pretty little, but when we went camping at Linville Gorge, there's this outlook you can look over. And it looks right over to Brown Mountain. And that's where the people see all these mysterious lights floating up and down. Uh, and so it's pretty cool. Uh, but anyway, the episode is going to be a great episode today. We're going to share some cool stuff, cool stuff, get you in the mood for Halloween uh, this coming Monday night. Right? Is it Monday night? Yeah. 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 So let's go ahead and get started. All right. Let's dive into it. Spartans! What is your profession? man who must say I am the king is no true king. What I do have are a very particular set of skills. Skills that make me a nightmare. If I can change and you can change, everybody can change! Let us all unite! Let us fight for a new world! A decent world! Okay, alright, so... As Jared was saying, this is our our yearly Halloween episode. I think this is our third one. This is our third yep. year doing this Halloween episode, and we like to to put a little more time and effort into creating something a little more theatrical, spooky. Ex- extra spooky, <laughs> right? Uh, Jared and I always kind of enjoy listening to different things, uh, uh, stories, and and um, especially things that kind of. Make the, the, the hair on the back of your neck stand up a little bit. Exactly. There's so much unknown out there, and so i uh, love to hear stuff like this. So, Ethan, you want to do yours first? Yeah. Any, yeah, we can dive into any mine first. Any pretext for yours, or do we just go ahead and roll it? Uh, no, let's just uh, let's roll it, and then we can kind of talk about it uh, afterwards. Okay, cool. All right, here we go. In the backwoods of the Appalachian Mountains, there is a legend so terrifying that even the locals don't dare enter the woods at night. It was a cool fall afternoon as the man drove deep into the woods of the Appalachian Mountains for some hunting and fishing. He locked up his things, put on his brand new camouflage jacket, and hiked several miles 
until he found the perfect hunting spot. After an uneventful evening, it started to get dark, so he decided to head back, giving notice to several large bear traps that had been set along the trail. It got dark quicker than expected, and the temperature seemed to be dropping fast. Disoriented by the rough terrain and the thickening darkness, the hunter started to worry. He could feel his heart pounding in his chest as he knew he was not prepared to spend the night in the woods. Nervous and disoriented, he frantically tried to get his bearings. He was lost, cold, and desperate, and knew he was all alone in the woods. Spooked and in a panic, the man turned and began to run in what he thought was the right direction. When suddenly... Ten years later, there was a group of friends who went camping in the deep woods of the Appalachian Mountains. After a long drive, they hiked several miles in until they found the perfect camping spot. As they walked, they talked about a man that had come hunting in these woods years ago, but was never seen again. While collecting firewood, one of the men found something and called everyone over. It was a large, rusty, old bear trap that had been triggered, and in it, was two sets of bones, what looked like human bones. Shaken but undeterred, the men continued to set up camp. As the dark set in, they sat around the fire and talked. As the night went on, they thought they heard something moving around their campsite. They would hear the swish of leaves and then the faint thud or boom sound. Thinking nothing of it, they packed into their tents and went to sleep. 
just past three o'clock, as two men slept in one of the tents, the door began to slowly unzip. Thinking his buddy was getting up to take a leak, one of the men turned towards the door. That is when he saw it. It appeared to be a man wearing an old, ripped, and tattered camouflage jacket stained with blood. His eyes were black, and his fingernails were long like claws. His hair was thick, shaggy, and matted, like a wild animal. He growled as he looked straight at the man. He reached into the open door of the tent, pulling himself forward with a swish, dragging behind him a pair of rotten legs severed at the knees. It looked as though the wounds had been sewn shut with fishing line years ago. Frozen with fear, the man held his breath hard and silently prayed that he was dreaming. Then suddenly, the creature grabbed his friend by the sleeping bag and dragged him, screaming, out of the tent and into the woods. Everyone woke up and came scrambling out of their tents. What's going on? It, it, it took him. What? What took him? That! They all turned to see this thing coming towards them quickly, dragging its torso forward with a swish and landing with a boom on its severed legs. There was only one survivor from that night, who to this day is haunted by the sound of Swishboom. The locals know to never go into the woods at night. Oof, the legend of Swishboom. Swishboom. Dude, that was creepy. That was great, though. Great sound effects. Uh, you got some great stuff. That was creepy. Yeah. So a little bit of the, the history of Swishboom, <laughs> right? So uh, years ago, we um, during the summers, we would go and uh, spend a week uh, with our uh, aunt and uncle. And uh, we would just go, you know, Jared and I, or, or uh, just kind of two, two of the kids at a time. Uh, and we'd be, uh, you know, alone with them for a week. Well... They come pick us up, and then we drive up. Uh, they live in Tennessee, and uh, our our uncle 
uh, we were driving back, and he was like, hey, you boys want to hear a scary story? <laughs> and, I mean, we were probably what, like, how old were we? Like, like nine, ten. Like yeah, like maybe nine, less eight, than 12, ten or something Less than like that. 11, yeah. Yeah. And so we were like, yeah, 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 yeah. And our aunt was like, no, don't tell him that story. <laughs> don't tell him that story. And uh, and we were like, yeah, 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 tell us. And so he told us the story of Swish, Swish Boom. Oh, yeah. And you know what? I can't remember a dang thing he told us. <laughs> I remember pretty good. <laughs> he did a pretty good justice. So, so I was going to say, my, my story, I was putting it together. I mean, I remember Swish Boom. I remember like some vague details, but... I uh, like I like completely kind of invented my own version of the buildup of Swish Boom, but I remember. I mean, he told us this story, Swish Boom, and it scared the pants off of me. Oh least. yeah, it was. I was scared too, man. I was scared and, that uh, I was like when we got there, oh, we were sleeping, and I was scared that I would wake up, look out the window, and I would see like Swish Boom looking in the window at me. And I was yeah. like, I'm scared of Swish Boom. She's like, that was just a story that your uncle told. Yeah. <laughs> I remember we'd come out of the room and, and be like, oh, I'm scared. Swish Boom's going to get us. And and she was like, I know you shouldn't have told him that story. <laughs> uh, which, you know, he probably shouldn't have. But, you know, it's fine. No, it was um, epic. It, it stuck with us. Oh, yeah. That was great. Uh, I think that it's good for kids to have a, little, a healthy amount of little, a fear. <laughs> um, th- that was a great story. Um the only, th- uh, yeah, that was good. Uh, you did you did it justice. I will say that. Well, good. Hopefully, uh, it wasn't too scary for the little children out there listening. <laughs> I tried um, to get my voice as deep as possible. Yes, exactly. I like the one, uh, the part where you go, and he's all alone in the woods, and I was like, yeah. dude, that was just a little editing masterpiece. I figured out how to. Had to lower your voice, slow things, slow things down a little bit. Oh, Actually, yeah. I didn't lower it. I just, I just slowed, slowed it down. It down yeah. But um, yeah. awesome, yeah. So, so let's let's talk about let's do mine. Um, actually, let's do let's just maybe discuss a story first. Uh, uh, okay. Uh, yeah. And then maybe I can do mine next. One story I wanted to kind of chat with you about is: Have you ever heard of these random staircases that? Sh- and this is a true story. These random staircases that show up in the woods. I have, yes. I've listened to quite a few uh, stories um, about, yeah, random staircases that lead to nowhere in the woods. Yeah, so there's uh, like this. It's kind there's of like pictures. And, there's like pictures and stuff yeah. too. But remember when we talked about Foo Fighters? Um, no, we talked about last Halloween. We talked about the. Uh, not the Foo Fighters. The Foo Fighters were the UFOs that the pilots were seeing in World War II. But we talked about the gremlins in the planes, right? Uh, yep. And remember we talked about how at first, we th- like the Allies thought, oh, that's just uh, you know something that we're experiencing. But after the war, we actually confirmed it with the Germans, too, that they were also experiencing these weird things, too, right? Yeah. So this is kind of something similar is that like people talk about this and they start posting on the Internet and actually people in other countries are like, hey, wait, we actually see this thing too. So there's a user who, who posted something on Reddit and he said he worked for a search and rescue team uh, people for people who get lost in the woods, right? Uh, uh, I'm just reading some of the stuff that he talks about here. He says, his testimony concerns an American, for, an American forest and as we will see, many others come from the same geographic area. He explains how during rescue missions, these 
with the within the dense vegetation, it is not unusual to encounter stairs, stairs that emerge from the trees, with which lead to nowhere, standing alone and with an unusual robust appearance. So his superiors, however, told him that he should not be surprised that it's quite normal uh, to see that kind of stuff. The man, however, says that uh, he also felt that he should not climb on it when he saw one. Uh, Later, he did, as his older colleagues had told him, and then just began to ignore them, even though he continued to see them. He said, you could think of an... um, so usually urban legends go uh, around the web, uh, but the testimony of this Reddit user was followed by many others of people scattered in the USA, but also in the rest of the world, like I had mentioned prior. Uh, the reports are also detail are so detailed that it is impossible to believe that they are that they are um, invented from scratch. There are stairs in the woods, and in and if in some cases they can also be explained as what remains of an old building now destroyed, in some cases they are more mysterious. So what do the stairs themselves look like, right? So they're sometimes described as clean, free of vegetation, excrement, or animal remains. Uh, they're any material, they could be any material shape. Sometimes they're stone, sometimes they're very old. Sometimes they look brand new, like they're out of a, a house, like out of a house. Uh, sometimes they have a modern look. Perhaps they are made of iron. Sometimes they're actually spiral staircases. They're just in the middle of the woods, not around any towns or anything, like in a, like a spiral staircase like you would see in a lighthouse. It just goes up maybe two floors or a floor. Um, and then in some cases, not far away, there is this, uh says there's a cemetery or a burial place. Uh, almost always in the area where the stairs are located, someone has disappeared, says the legend. The stairs are never at the offshoots of the vegetation zone but always in the center several miles away from towns everyone speaks of the unnatural sense of anguish and oppression when approaching them to the point that there are only a few daredevils who have had the the audacity to climb them so there's two stories that i wanted to share specifically about this one it says that one man tells something that happened to him personally when he worked as an infectious disease expert for the U.S. government healthcare agency. It was in the 1940s, shortly after the famous Roswell accident, and there had been cases of mutilated animals. During the six months of research in the area, many stairs were sighted that seemed to move at night, where they had previously been, an area been, and then appeared uh, in a different area, and that the area where they were at previously had been kind of burned uh, on the ground. There are also testimonies from outside states, the states, for example, in the Philippines. One man says he was fired from his job as a forester for being absent for several years while he went was on a reconnaissance. He said he climbed a ladder that he found in the thick of the woods to escape a stray dog uh, with a threaten, with a threatening air about it so he heard a threatening dog he saw a staircase climbed up it uh, and in his opinion only a few minutes had passed but when he came back down he, he went back down to, t- to town and they're like you've been gone for five years he was like what and so uh you know that is kind of a mysterious mysterious yeah. aspect of these stairs that's so crazy to think about 
I mean, even just even if it was completely made up, that's still just crazy to think about. It's creepy. I mean, right? Yeah, just kind of creepy. It's creepy to think about these mysterious uh, stairs just in the middle of the woods. It makes it kind of think of like a Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe scenario. You know, just something that looks so ordinary, but it could be like a portal to another realm or something. Yeah, I uh, I had heard uh, one story about these staircases that. Um, it was uh, a, a guy who was a new recruit for the Forest Service. And um, he went out and kind of throughout his training and everything, one of the things that uh, he was told that he would see was uh, you'll see some random staircases as you're going through the woods and hiking miles and miles and miles and, in, in, you know, into the, the deep woods. And um, he wasn't given any more information. He was just told, uh, you're going to see these staircases, potentially. And uh, he said, don't touch them. Mm-hmm. Don't step on them. Don't climb them. Don't even go near them. Don't look at them. Just ignore them. Pretend, them, pretend like they're not there. And either work around them or just walk past. Um, and uh, that was kind of part of the some of the what the guys were telling him when he first got there. You know, whether that was just they were just trying to spook him, I don't know. Um, <laughs> Crazy, yeah. But, yeah, interesting. So that's always kind of nuts to hear about that. So I know you have a, you have a small story. Maybe let's have you share a small story, then I'll share my, uh, my recording. Okay. Yeah, so I had read this story. I was reading some stories about um, just kind of spooky things that had happened uh, – while to people in the woods or while they were camping. So I was just scrolling through Reddit, right? And for those of you who don't know what Reddit is, it's basically just an online forum where people go on and um, they can type in their experiences and stories. And a lot of times somebody will pose a question and then people will write their experiences into the question, you know, answering the question. Um, but uh, the story was it was this, boy, this, this guy, uh, he was in his 30s, but he was recounting a story of when he went camping uh, with his family as a boy. He was uh, probably around 10 years old, and he went camping with his mom and his dad and his older brother. And he says he remembers it fondly, and it was a great day. They went, and they were camping, and hiking, or they were hiking, and uh, you know they went and they saw some waterfalls, and... Um, it was just a great time. Well, you know, they had a fire, and then uh, about 10 o'clock, they uh, decided to uh, go to bed. Well, uh, so they all kind of, you know, got in the tent and zipped up the tent and zipped up their sleeping bags, um, and they they went to bed. Um, so he said that, and he was he's about 10 years old, he said, uh, sometime during the night... Um, he didn't know exactly what time it was, but he woke up and he was in his sleeping bag in the middle of the woods, like just his sleeping bag on the ground in the middle of the woods. And he said he, he, he woke up and, and realized what was going on. And he said, he just started screaming and everyone kind of scrambled out of the tent and he was about a hundred yards, so almost a football field a field away mm-hmm. from where the tent was. Yeah, and the tent door was still zipped shut, 
It was, um, you know, everybody was still sleeping. He was still sleeping, and he was his his sleeping bag. He was he was zipped up in his sleeping bag, in the laying on the ground a hundred yards away from his the rest of his family sleeping in the tent. He got abducted by aliens and put back. And well, <laughs> and the thing is, yeah, they they misplaced him when they put him back. Yeah, they exactly. <laughs> Um, Close enough. <laughs> but, you know, they, they said that he said that my dad and my brother, and my mom, they got over to where I was and were, and were like, what are you doing? What are you doing out here? And he's like, I have no idea. I just woke up. Like, did you guys put me out here? And he said to this day, he still has absolutely no idea how we ended up in, in the middle of the woods. Yeah, that's that crazy. With that. Yeah. That'd be, cr- that'd be spooky. S- that'd be scary. Yeah. And that's not something I think, you know, your parents or somebody would do to no. to like try to freak you out. I mean, that's I don't know. That'd be how you. Yeah, I wonder if there was like drag marks and stuff. You know, because of that. I don't know. That's I'd be if that happened to one of my kids, dude. I'd be freaked. I'm like, this camping trip is over. <laughs> yeah, you're like, we're getting in the car. We're, we're leaving this tent here, and we're I'd like just zip going. tie each one of my. I'd zip tie. I'd get a bunch of zip ties and like zip tie my wrists to each one of my children's wrists, and I'd just be like laying yeah. out, you know, with <laughs> and like no one's going anywhere out of this tent. <laughs> Jeez. So that's crazy, man. Yeah. All, All right. right well, let's let's let's, let's, let's do my story. story here. All right. So this is actually from a Reddit a Reddit redditor. Uh, the redditor is Suitology, so I'll give credit where credit's due. Supposedly, this is a true story, uh, so uh, let's go ahead and take a listen. I have a friend who is a trail ranger, basically a seasonal ranger who helps with the trail maintenance and other forest ranger activities. He told me about a time when he was gathering illegally placed wildlife cameras and knocking down hunting stands, feeders, and blinds with a forest ranger. The forest ranger that he was assisting wasn't feeling well, and said he was going to head back. At that point, they were an hour's ATV ride into the deep woods. My friend stayed and finished up the last few stands. Out of nowhere, he started to hear voices. Keep in mind, he's far off the beaten path. He called out, Hello? Is anyone there? There was no reply. As it was getting dark, he started to head back and found that his ATV wouldn't start. He then noticed that the battery was not connected anymore. He reconnected it and started to drive, but it wasn't going fast at all. Less than half a mile later, the whole thing died. Unable to start his ATV back up, he radioed for backup help. They told him they would be on their way, but it would take about an hour. He asked if the other ranger was back, and they said no. Stranded and frustrated, it started to get dark, and he was not happy. So he settled down and started a small fire. The sounds of the day died away, and the sounds of the night began to emerge. Before long, he heard voices again. The voices sound like an argument now. Someone was angry and yelling at someone else who sounded more scared. He called out again. Hello? Is anyone there? Do you need help? Hello? The voices didn't seem to care or hear him. He guessed that they were less than a thousand feet away. A little freaked out, he radioed again. 
They said they were having trouble finding the path he might be on and haven't left yet. He asked them to just get the other ranger to tell them about where they were because he left with the iPad that had the map on it. They said he wasn't back yet. About three more minutes go by and the voices start up again. He decides to walk toward them, hoping maybe they have a map. He walked in the direction of the voices, but the closer he got, the further they sounded. Finally, after 20 minutes, he gave up and walked back to his ATV. He got a radio call. They said that they found the other ranger, and he was passed out on his ATV covered in vomit. He was being taken to the hospital at that time. They had found his map, and they were on their way. Then the radio died. After a few minutes, the voices came back. Bored out of his mind, he decided to listen to what they were arguing about, picking up a few things here and there. Well, it wasn't yours to take. Why did you do that? You knew better. I don't care. I'm tired of you. He guessed that it was two hunters arguing over a kill. Then he heard one shout something intelligible, then silence. Then, a gunshot. He doused his fire and hid. After that, he heard nothing, just his breathing for the next half hour. Until he saw ATV lights. He told the guys picking him up everything, and they called back. They had people looking for three hours and found nothing. They came back the next day with police and dogs. After about an hour, a shallow grave was found, and in it was a long dead man who had clearly been shot in the face. Thing was, it was a skeleton who had been buried there for years. So, either the argument he heard just ended with a bang and both parties went home last night, or he heard a murder of someone from years ago. It was definitely an, uh, a murder from years ago that oh, you yeah. just heard the remnants of. An echo of a murder years ago. Also, the sound of that gunshot was a fifty cal Barrett. <laughs> well, yeah, I was gonna, I was going to say that's uh, that's a big. That sounds like a big bang. That, yeah. would, that would leave quite a big hole in your head if you're if you still had a head. <laughs> His head would be gone. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So uh, kind of cool good. story. Yeah. Um, That'd be freaky, man. If you if you can, if that if you're in that situation, you know. Yeah, well, it's it's just so crazy. If if any of you have ever been in the woods at night, especially when it's like pitch black, you, you, your mind plays tricks on you. Mm-hmm. I mean, you you hear things and you see things that are not even there, or that you know is is the the, the most simplest of things like the wind blows and it just rustles a branch and it's it spooks you because you can't see i mean and and not even just in the dark but that's happened to me during the day too like <laughs> you'll, you'll be you'll be somewhere like in you know in the woods all by yourself and you'll get that same feeling of when you're coming up the, from the basement stairs turning the lights off and you feel like somebody's behind you and you got to run up the stairs as fast as you can oh yeah because you're just like Something's behind. Yeah, you. it's yeah, and it's so interesting. I remember one time we were camping, and uh, I might have told this story before, but maybe not. But I remember one time we were camping with this with the Boy Scouts, and we were probably 
I don't know, maybe 14 years old. There's maybe six or seven of us. Um, and all the leaders had gone to bed. Um, and it was probably two o'clock in the morning and we were just, I don't know, burning stuff and, and telling scary stories and jokes or whatever and being loud. Um, but this was the type of camping. We weren't in a campsite. We were, we had hiked in like three miles into, uh, the, the, the national forest and we were just kind of trail camping. Um, and we're all sitting there and laughing and stuff. And then all of a sudden we heard like the most high pitch scream. Like it sounded like it was 20 feet away and it sounded um, like uh, uh, a woman screaming at the top of her lungs. And we, it, it just, it stopped all of us in our tracks. And we were just like, uh, you know, we were what freaking was out. Yeah. Yeah. And we were like, what the heck was that? And so we just kind of were really quiet. And then all of a sudden it happened again, except for it sounded like it was it was up higher. It was like up up higher in the trees. It was like and an owl or like a screeching scream, owl or something. Scream, scream. We were like, what the heck? And then and then it stopped. And then it was over on the other side of our camp. And it screamed, and it, like, screamed, and the scream, like, came, like, down close to us. Oh, gosh. And, I mean, dude, we were freaking out. And um, <laughs> Like a dementor so, or something. <laughs> yeah. After, after a while, it kind of, you know, it went away, and we, we, we started talking again. We were like, what the heck was that? Trying to figure it out. I still have no idea what it was, but I think that it was maybe a uh, screeching owl. Jeez, that um, just kind of had we'd never heard before, and I don't know. It was either that or it was, I don't know. Well, have you heard of those some uh, some, the, some apparition? Have you heard of the bobcats? Uh, that are when bobcats are crying in the woods. Yeah, they sound like like a like a, a woman, woman getting like absolutely like screaming bloody bloody murder. Uh, yeah, it's pretty pretty. I haven't heard it myself, but I've heard seen her videos of on YouTube. It's like, dude, that's wild. Yeah, I uh, there's no, I don't think there's any bobcats down where we live. But I remember one time, I was uh, and and at the house there, uh, sleeping in the basement, um, in in high school. Excuse me, I'm allergic to scary stories. <laughs> um, but I was sleeping, and it was like two o'clock in the morning. And down in the uh, the basement, it's the the this room is all the way off to one side of the house, and the the windows are basically at ground level, um, you know, maybe like a foot, uh, two feet above the ground. And um, I was sleeping; I was kind of in and out, and I woke up to the sound of what sounded like what you were you were explaining. It sounded like a a woman screaming at the top of her lungs, like right outside my window. Mm -hmm. And I remember, I mean, I was in high school at this point, but I remember it freaked me out and I only heard it that once and it woke me up and I was just, I was like, Oh man, I was petrified that night. (laughs) And I remember the next day I asked, uh, I asked dad, I was like, dad, did you get, did you hear like, screaming last night and he was like no i had earplugs in (laughs) so i was like i was like yeah okay uh but 
Yeah, that was that was weird. Eric, I don't know. Maybe that was a maybe that was a screeching out too. Hey, check this video out. I think this might be one here. Let's see. This guy, he's hunting. Yeah, that's crazy. Can you imagine if it yeah, was like that's like just at like dusk or something like that? It's just getting dark. You can't really see. Maybe <laughs> it's a little hazy. Yeah. And you're getting ready. To, you're getting ready to hike out, and you hear that. Yeah. You're Sounds like, like a woman screaming. Uh, yeah. yeah, absolutely. That's crazy. Um, so yeah, that's wild. I had. Go ahead. I, uh, I, I had one other story here yeah. um, that I thought was kind of crazy. When I read it, I was like, oh. Um, so I'm just going to I'm gonna read this one uh, instead of tell it. But this is from, from Reddit uh, as well. Uh, I don't have the username, so maybe I'll have to uh, drop it in the uh, description just for um, legal purposes. <laughs> uh, but it says, uh, one of my college professors told us a story. He was camping in the Cordillera Mountains and had his own tent. He woke up in the middle of the night to find a woman with unkempt hair and torn, bloody clothes crawling on all fours towards him. He screamed and woke up. It was a dream. When his friends rushed out of the tent to see what was the matter, he told them about his dream, and a few of them became visibly uncomfortable. All of the color drained from their faces. They insisted that they leave the camp as soon as the sun came up. It was only after that they had left the mountains that his friends told him that several of them had have, have had, had similar dreams, except in their dreams they saw a woman crawling on four leg on, on, on all fours into the professor's tent. Oh, that's creepy. So it's interesting. Yeah, they had all, they had all had dreams that they saw this woman crawling into his tent, but he just had a dream of this woman crawling towards him. Oh man, and so that's creepy. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. Yeah, it's crazy how like I, I was like looking at like lumberjack stories and how like you know it, they were talking about when well, this one thing was talking about like in the Northwest, you know, in the early 1900s, these lumberjacks would you know, make legends and, and they had, they all alone in the woods, you know, they would start to see stuff and there was like all these little different creatures that they would, uh, they thought they would see and like the, how they were dangerous and what you needed to do to stay away from them and different things like that. And I think you, you talk to people who get really spend a lot of time in the woods uh, and they start to see things they don't understand, uh, things that we haven't even discovered yet. What was it? The panda bear wasn't even discovered until like the sixties, nineteen sixties, right? Uh, yeah, I think that there I was just gonna s- are creatures out there that we don't know uh, what they are. Yeah. Well, I was just gonna say too. I mean, if you were to take somebody from, I don't know, the sixteen hundreds or something like that, and show them some sort of like technology or or finding a recent thing that we have now i mean it would be very very easy to confuse 
and scare someone that that had no idea what's going on. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's kind of like you don't know what you don't know. And like I said, our minds play tricks on us. Well, uh, humans are very, very good at filling in the blanks. Oh, yeah. And like our, our, our eyes, oh, our yeah. eyes do it. A lot yep. of times the pictures that we see are not even full pictures. It's our it's our brain that's filling in gaps within within our sight. Yep. You know, your mind does the same thing. A lot of times with memories, your mind will just fill in things and it's hard to decipher. Is that a memory or is that just something that my mind made up? Yeah. Or um, something that we, we were I was told or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, I have lots of things like that. I'm like, I don't I have no idea if that's my memory or if someone just told me that story. Or if I just remember the picture of that. Yeah. 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 Um so yeah, the, the, the mind does crazy things and, and it can be quite confusing. Yeah. Maybe we should do a whole episode on Total um, Recall. How to, how to yeah, a total yeah, or how to <laughs> trick your mind. Yeah. Uh, well they they've done studies that like were like they'll take a basketball team and they'll take some of the players and they'll have them just they'll have them practice and then they'll take some players and they'll have them just sit in a room and do nothing and they'll take some players and they'll have them sit in a room and think about practicing and they found that those who sat in the room and thought about practicing performed later the same as those who actually did practice and so you know the mind is powerful you can trick it yeah. into doing whatever you make it think Anything is going on, you know. Yeah. For why sure. do you think? Why do you think pornography is so rampant? Yes, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> it wouldn't be if you couldn't trick your mind, right? <laughs> but uh, yeah. So I think uh, I, I don't know. I I think both these stories were it's kind of cool. Uh, just the I don't know, the spookiness of it, the the eerie soundtrack in the back. Oh yeah, the uh, the the idea and thought that both of these stories are absolutely true. Um, yeah, that's that's scary. It'd be creepy, you know. You never know. Be careful when you're out in the woods. If you have any creepy woods experiences, hey, hit us up, man. We're we're willing to hear them. Hopefully, one of our uh, our our listeners over in like, you know, Czech Republic or some kind of one of these Russian. Uh, countries or you know slavic countries or or former soviet union countries is like oh you know we have we have a couple listeners over there like oh i I have a great story and then come talk to us about some kind of some kind of like uh you know radioactive what was it during around chernobyl they they, a video of the radioactive the 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 radioactive descendants of the people that lived around yeah. Chernobyl. There was a video of a moose. Like a hill, a hills ha, hills have eyes <laughs> yeah. experience. There was a video of a moose around Chernobyl that was running in the woods and it didn't have a head. Really? Yeah. Uh, and so that was kind of creepy, you know. Interesting. And all, I I want to know the stories from the Russians that recently invaded and they were like camping out around Chernobyl. Uh, and then they like got up and left, you know. I want to hear their stories of what it was like camping in those woods, you know. That would be creepy. Yeah. <laughs> Especially so, when all you have is like a, a World War One rifle to defend yourself. Yeah, with. and Adidas sweatpants. <laughs> in Adidas. <laughs> I saw someone in a, tra- a track suit. Yeah, and, and like a World War One style machine gun. <laughs> I've seen some of those guys actually shooting like post Civil War machine guns 
Uh, yeah, yeah, they have yeah they have like World War One and World War Two guns. Some of them out there that they're that's like their issued weapons. Like, well, I don't know. Makes you wonder if all, they launch. Maybe it's all just maybe it's all just propaganda. Yeah, well, there's a lot of propaganda going on, but it makes you wonder if they did launch a nuke, would it even work? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, anyway, yeah, or would it be like uh, would it be like on? Iron Man. I watched Iron Man two the other night. Oh yeah. And the one like the competitor to Stark Industries. Oh, uh, yeah. I can't remember his name, but he has like this one warhead that's called the the ex wife, and it's like this <laughs> uh, like this super warhead that's supposed to blow up, you know, destroy anything, and it's just a dud. It doesn't work. Yeah, yeah. That's probably that one, and then Iron Man three are probably the two worst Iron Men. Yeah, it wasn't the best one. That's the one with Mickey Rourke. He's the electric guy. Yeah, it's it just okay. the plot was bad, but yeah. Regardless, we share some great stories today, guys. Yeah, we some, have gotten have way good, off track. <laughs> if you have some good stuff to share, share it with us. Thanks for joining us today. Uh, love having you listen to the podcast. Thanks for your support, and let's go build that creed together. All right, let's do it. <laughs>